Tributes from Qatar to even other federations will be picketing outside parliaments um, during the budget speech. And in fact, they'll be doing likewise outside the provincial legislatures too across the country. And it's basically for workers um, in both public service and outside the public service to express their frustrations and their hopes on um, their, their calls to government. We think the time is government being reckless by simply seeking to cut expenditure because that has an impact on public services, which you know decrease the police headcount, for example. Over the past two decades, by 15%, yet population crime levels have risen. We've seen the value of investing in public health services during COVID-19 because we depend upon nurses and doctors to keep us healthy and safe, etc. I think I've also called us for government to spend money more efficiently to reduce the amount of this lost and wasteful expenditure on corruption. We also see government putting in place plans to turn around some of our battered SOEs, from ESCOM to transit to metro rail, to Danelle, to SABC, to many municipalities which struggle to provide basic services and even to pay their employees. So it's part of democracy, part of workers raising their frustrations and hoping government will listen to them and, and take them into account. But will it assist? Because, you know, um, there are issues at stake here and you are probably, Eskusatu, expecting something from this budget. Firstly, for the workers and the country as a whole, which issues do you feel then should take centre stage in terms of budget priorities, uh, in, despite what you've already mentioned? Yeah, you, know, you have to constantly raise your voice. That's how democracy works. If you keep quiet and no one hears your views, we have some value of engaging with government or the ANC, be it an alliance, be it a network, be it a parliament. It takes time, it doesn't happen overnight. We're not the only stakeholder, but it is critical for, for workers to constantly raise their views and their voices. And we have seen positive, you know, consequences as well. So we have mm. seen, for example, the extension of the SN, which we thought is a useful lifeline to aiding unemployed people. We hope it can be extended, enhanced further to keep the inflation and its recipients. It can also be linked to skills and employment programs. We hope to see the presidential promise program as well being extended to take on board at least one million active participants that help to give young people a foot into the labor market, help them to find uh, jobs afterwards. But of course, right now, the fundamental obstacle to the economy and to reducing unemployment is the electricity crisis. So we hope to hear some real support being given to ESCOM, uh, from debt relief to addressing corruption, wasteful expenditure, to helping it ramp up its maintenance and its generation programs. If ESCOM can work, then the economy can get back to work. And of course, we're quite worried about the huge attacks on our rail infrastructure because when transit is under threat, it threatens mining, manufacturing, agricultural jobs. Equally, material under threat, it means 10 million meters, especially workers in our cities, struggle to get to work at time that has an impact upon the economies in the city centers. And of course, we need to see other measures being put in place to stimulate the economy and to also to reduce corruption. Um, there has been some positive uh, results. We've begun to see government respond to our call to reinforce the police service with 10,000 intake last year and hopefully another 10,000 this year. But we also need to see more support being given to our law enforcement, from the National Prosecuting Authority to the courts and so forth. So it's a, it's a huge amount of uh, crisis at the general order once. We don't think one can take precedence over the other. And unfortunately, that's what it is. The government has to rise to the occasion to turn this ship around. Um, voters are patient, but they expect to see the results. They expect to see the currencies of the state of the nation just being given expression today. And most critically, they expect to see implementation in the next few months because government doesn't have enough time to move things around anymore. Now, many are looking to the minister to increase social relief packages and to stimulate how, how much government will spend on ending the power cuts, spending the appointment of the Minister of Electricity. 
How do you think government should address the inadequate resource allocation on the social services and, and how they confront the, uh, the country's energy crisis currently? Yeah, so we think government doesn't have sufficient resources. It's a question of how you spend it. And the fact that we do bring the grants to waste from expenditure, to corruption, and even at times many municipalities and departments won't actually will not spend the money they are given, so there needs to be much more efficient of it. And again, we need to tackle corruption because we really have mission lost hundreds of billions of drugs over the years to it. Um, we have got to see some progress in the fight against corruption, people being brought to court, being arrested, imprisoned, as it's been attached. Um, a critical way to generate revenue for the government as well is to invest more in South African revenue service. We have a tax collection rate of about 60%, so we can give more support to SARS, which again has begun to turn the corner of the new leadership over the past few years. That brings aboard new generation, which is owed to the state. It's not new taxes, it's money that's simply owed. There are people who are not paying taxes. That can give government space to increase the social grants, make sure they keep pace with inflation so we don't send our most poor people into absolute poverty. Or they also give space for money for government to help ESCOM and so forth. We have had engagement with government. We hope that the government will come to the party today and now they get relief package from ESCOM. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's 400 billion grand. That burden is simply draining it and it's dividing it into the resources it does have away from maintenance generation, which is key to reducing load shedding. Yes. The government, we hope, will take up to two thirds of it. But again, ESCOM also has to address the fiscal leakages from corruption, waste, expenditure, inefficiency, aging power stations, mm-hmm. um, because we can't also just simply uh, bail out SMEs forever in a day. Yes. I thank you so much. Matthew Parks, the Cusato Parliamentary Coordinator. For more analysis on the story, we're joined on the line by Professor Andre Rue, an economist uh, with the Stellenbosch Business School. A very good morning to you, uh, Professor, and welcome. Good morning, thank you very much, and good morning to all your listeners. Now, various stakeholders, including Labour, as you just heard, middle middle income households, and even business, have their hopes and expectations on the minister's budget speech today. Will the speech, you think, be all things to all people? Well, that is actually the, the number, but it's just impossible to be all things to all people, uh, and even the desperate times. Uh, we're not in the best of times right now. We're in a situation where all over the world, including South Africa, uh, growth is coming under huge pressure, which means that the tax base simply cannot grow organically. But yet, the demands from all different kinds of stakeholders are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The bottom line is that trade-offs have to be made. In other words, to spend more on one area to give up spending somewhere else. And that is the predicament in which the minister finds himself. So many demands, so many expectations, so many hopes. It's impossible to meet all those hopes and expectations. Mm. South Africa is sitting with an extremely high level of indebtedness. Domestically, economic, financial and fiscal con- conditions remain severely stressed. Do you think, though, there will be less of a budget available for crucial government services as government revenue has to be allocated to servicing of debt? Well, you see, again, that, that's part of the predicament. <laughs> You're quite right. I mean, our government debt levels are rather high, to put it mildly. Not the highest in the world, but we have to have a look at the reasons for the high, inc- or the rapid increases in debt. And quite a lot of it is being used to finance what we call constant things such as civil servant wages, things such as social grants. And as you quite rightly put it, we're in a situation where we're borrowing money these days, or the government borrowing money, part of which is used to pay the interest on the money we borrowed in the past. So it becomes a little bit of a vicious cycle. Uh, just to give you a number, 
approximately for every 100 grams worth of taxes is paid in this country by you and I, uh, 20 grand is used due to pay interest on previously incurred debt. Mm. That means 80 grand is only 80 grand is debt for other things. So it's imperative that the government debt should be stabilized. But that means more hardship. To stabilize government debt, it means that government borrowings have to be slimmed down. As you slim down your annual borrowing, then you're putting a, a lid on potential spending. Let's take a look at this. The African National Congress, from its perspective, is hoping to win over voters in order to win the 2024 election. So is it perhaps safe to assume that this budget will be more accommodating of the citizens or the minister will find it difficult to manage the expectations of all the, sex, the sectors of society when it comes to setting up that budget? Well, it will certainly find it difficult to manage everyone's expectations. You raise a very important point. Uh, which I think is particularly relevant for the social grants. I mean, as we know, uh, since the answer of COVID, we've had the so-called SASA grants, which have indeed helped millions of people to escape the absolute uh, worst aspects of poverty. And the idea initially was that those would be temporary. But the problem with those kind of things is, you know, people become addicted to them. You can't live without them. So I think... Uh, as, as part of what you're asking there, that they'll find it very difficult to do away with the social ground system, at least not now. I think we're going to have to look out for the terms and conditions, will the ground system standards, will the magnitude change. But it would be rather rash from, from a political point of view to do away with such a system in, as you say, with an election what, around about a year from now. It might alienate, alienate many potential voters. Hmm. Some experts would say that we are at a time when we need to encourage business investment, uh, while businesses are reeling under the impact of load shedding. Is the minister likely to raise taxes that could further negatively affect business, you think? I don't think so. In fact, uh, a commitment has actually been made to lower the corporate tax rate gradually down to 25%. Mm-hmm. Um, we might find that he would postpone uh, the lowering of that rate, but I really can't see an increase in that tax rate, because as you quite rightly say, as it is, operating conditions of business are a bit tough. But they're tough for everybody. You see, again, that is the reality of a trade-off. We need to find revenue somewhere. Uh, it probably won't come from, from an increase in the corporate tax rate. probably won't come from increasing personal tax rates. Uh, the VAT rate, as you know, has always been a contentious one. It would make sense to raise the VAT rate from a financial point of view, but not from a political point of view. So not much left really in terms of actual increases in tax rates, except for the normal increase in some taxes, of course. Um, and with the tax base probably not really growing all that much because of growth constraints, I'm afraid it doesn't mean again uh, that government spending Mm-hmm. They have to be addressed very carefully.